eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Whatever. Are we ready to start? Are we started? Don't number like that. No. No one wants to do you like anything. All right. Well, welcome to the last podcast on the left. You guys are at the peak of being annoying today. It's Good morning. Good morning. I worked with fat, retarded kids at a YMCA for an entire summer, and not once have I reached this level of insanity. I just feel like hungover men when they have to get up in the morning. Just um, you just ramp up uh, your fake enthusiasm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. Love being awake. <laughs> All right. Well, you're Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel, and you are Tom Petty. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. I'm Tom Petty's guitarist. I'm Tom Petty. Cow refugee. No! All right. I'm Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. I know you're not. Did you not know? Did no, you? I know. I'm looking at you. Hi, man. I'm just the master of a thousand voices. <laughs> so that's what's hard. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, today, uh, Henry promised us all this amazing research, and he was going to shoot it uh, shoot it over in an email. And then uh, he came downstairs this morning and uh, said it was all garbled up <laughs> and bullshit. So we have nothing to talk about, which is great. All right. So, the, so what we're going to talk about today is the the concept of glitches in the matrix, right? Um, I know Reddit is obsessed with this at this point in time, and there's a lot of people. It's, it's mostly just 18-year-olds being like, I, I put my sandwich on the table, mm-hmm. and then I went into the living room. I came back in the kitchen, and the bread and the meat were all back in their packages like I never made a sandwich. And I'm just weird. like, bro, yes, it's very weird. Yeah. But I just think, man, you just didn't make a fucking sandwich. That's stone. You had a happy thought in your head about how nice it would be to have a sandwich. <laughs> so it's like, but I honestly, I had a pretty genuine experience like in this recently. That's where Was all the sandwich involved. No, no, no. I make my fucking sandwiches <laughs> with my eyes open. All right. I fucking make sure I have a sandwich. Good. Because I think I have a sandwich and then I don't. Man, fuck the world. I wouldn't want to see The world is over. Absolutely, dude. Um, You stay in your room. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh... So I was cleaning my house. Right? I'm doing this massive uh, spring cleaning before. Uh, basically, I'm leaving for a long time to shoot a bunch of shit. So I'm just not going to be in my house. My house is disgusting. So um, I was going through. Like, I have like piles of books like all over my house, and I was going through my piles of books, and I found this ring. From my childhood, my communion ring, my cloud out ring, and um, I called my mom. Catholic thing. A Catholic thing. Mm. Yeah, I called my mom. Was it Peter? 
What's this? It's not pewter. It's no, not it's pewter. not fucking pewter. It's fucking classy cloud ring. Pewter. 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 I had a lot of pewter figurines when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom kept me in a little. I'm gonna actually get them all back and put them up in my house. What's a pewter figurine look like? Look wizards and dragons. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And so I also have the. I had like five different stone gargoyles because I was really obsessed with gargoyles. Oh yeah. And so I'm gonna bring those back. You kind of look like a gargoyle. <laughs> That's my gargoyle. Though. Um, yeah. I just burp into my own side. It must have been weird, like not having any alone time with all those friends knocking down the door to try to play with your pewter dragon. It really was. It's hard to be the most popular child. <laughs> all um, right. So you're cleaning your house. You're going so I, fa- your I found this ring, um, and I called my mom, and I was like, "Hey, mom," because I don't even remember ever having this thing. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. Um, and I called my mom, and I was like. Hey, do you have do you have my Cloudo ring for my communion? She was like, "Oh, that's a funny question. Let me go look." And she went <laughs> she went into the file cabinet and went to go look. She's like, "No, I don't I don't have it, Henry Thomas. What, what what's what's wrong? What, why?" And I was like, is "Mom, my phone I just uh, this is just my amalgamation of what my mother sounds like." She's Amy Winehouse. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry for your loss. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but she's like, "What's the problem with it?" What's your problem? And I was like, <laughs> What's um, your boggle? Fa- What's your boogle boggle, <laughs> my son? Um, and I was like, I found my cloud ring in my books. Like, and I don't remember ever you giving it to me. She's like, Oh, that's. Oh, that is a sign from God. I don't know. That, he, that he's just reminding you that he's there. He's reminding you that he's there. And I'm like, Come at me, God! <laughs> yeah, you want some? You want some of this, God? Um, but I found that. And then I also found a pair of character glasses that I had lost for months and months and months. I couldn't find them. And I, when I went to L.A. and when I came back, I, there was no... And then I found them in the Sounds pocket like you're of... Just a, you're, you're experiencing what people experience when they clean. Yeah. <laughs> they find the things that they've misplaced for the past 10 years. It's very true. But it yeah. just like it just felt like, you know, it's just one of those moments where it was like kind of like... Because it was such a specific item from yeah. my childhood that I know never remember that, I was like... Started like research, researching into like more of this like this idea, you know. And like, there's just like countless stories on the internet, sort of about like seeing someone in a room. You meet them in a the room. They say like they wave hello. You go on with your day. You see them later in the day. They wave hello, and he's just like, "I said hello to you before," and they're like. What are you talking about? This is the first time I'm seeing you today. And it's just like, and it's like stuff like that. But I mean, mostly the thing has to do with like personal just forgetfulness. I just recently read this book called The Secret History of Consciousness. And I have all these like new sort of newfangled sort of uh, what it calls like reality magic books coming in, which is this idea of how to boost your psychic powers, mm-hmm. um, which is going to work. Does the mailman know, just like some t- of that? <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah, we'll read yeah. them together. We'll do yeah, seminars. Yeah. I feel like the mailman just like delivers the books and then runs away and says, Enjoy the books, fat boy! <laughs> hey, fat boy, I got your books, nerdy fat boy. I hate my mailman. Thank you. <laughs> I hate that fucking bad. <laughs> um, so I started reading. What have I ever told you guys about the masturbation sigil? No. What's, yeah. a, what's a sigil? A sigil is like a magical symbol. Because I was really uh, into uh, Grant Moore. Well, still really into Grant Moore. Well, so. This is all from Ragnar, right? Did Ragnar help you out with this? Uh, no. Well, well he. Our buddy Ragnar is yeah. very much into the black arts. Icelandic. Yeah. 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 Icelandic. Yeah. And uh, so, what a masturbation sigil is like? I kind of got into like this like whole like real time magic and all that. It's like it doesn't work, uh, but it. Works. It makes you feel it's good. Weird. It makes you feel good. That's it. Like it just makes you feel good. So is it what, like is it like a cock ring? Here's what you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, is uh, you write one sentence of like something that you want, 
And okay. it's not really, it's not like, oh, I want a car or something like that. Like something you want in your life, something you want to. Yeah, I want true your... unbridled power over women. That's not <laughs> it. Get either. into the porn and business. You can do that. You can do uh, that. Uh, no, but, but I mean, like, in terms yeah, yeah. of using magic, yeah. that'd be something. I want to control deer as my army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would work yeah. nicely. Like a and, Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Uh, Sam you can't, you can't tell anybody Raimi. about what, what it is. So I, I of can't. course, because if you did, they'd laugh at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you do <laughs> is you write down a sentence. Uh, it's just one sentence. And then you make a symbol out of all the letters in the sentence. Uh, just like one unending symbol, and then you stare at it while you masturbate. <laughs> what? What? That is not good. I'm going to try that. No, it was great. If I'm masturbating anyway, might as well just make it, like, bump up the level of commitment here. Yeah, and you know what? I got to say, kind of worked. Right. And whether and whether And whether it just came upon uh, by myself, or whether it helped me kind of push over a hump or something like that. But this was what was the hu- If you were stroking your dick looking at porn, you would have come. You would just have come because you're it's doing the coming. thing that makes you come. Yeah, but it's not about coming. It's about getting something else that you want. Yeah. It's about like doing But he some wanted sort of to action. come and he got to come. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that was just a part of it. He was yeah. coming in order to make the magic work. Yeah. You have to, you so have what to use you the have... power of the organ. I can't tell you. You because can never tell me. It, no. Is well, that, it, is might, that, it might undo all of the magic. Is, it, is, is that why you're? True? Is, is that it, why you're white? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Hispanic Marcus Parks. Mm-hmm. Marcos Parquez. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, but as I was researching, like I basically started. I, I tried to research this glitches in the Matrix thing, as I was saying, and it's mostly uh, garbage because you know it's just eighteen-year-olds just like saying random stories, and then that sandwich uh, story is pretty real though. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty. That's big. pretty crazy. Um, but then I started getting into this idea of you know reality versus perception. You know, like how you perceive that like your reality is based entirely upon your perception, and you know, but because of the way the human brain works, your perception is is flawed to begin with so that mean like because your your brain is made of a bunch of jelly in fucking floating goop in your fucking bone head mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like you're just not going to get the pure unsaturated information all the time because it sometimes it's going to go and you're just like not going to you know you're just going to have a bad day that day so you know exactly how that situation ended with marcus yeah. staring at that goddamn symbol <laughs> Sigil, oh. not symbol. <laughs> symbol, sigil, whatever sigil. it is. Sigil, it's a word. It's a different word. It, it gives is a it different importance. Word. Um, so, but I was like reading. It's like so. I just got deeper, and deeper. Sort of like the idea of uh, perception. Man, you um, gay, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, not nice. anymore. Not have to. Oh, is that, what, is that what he wished for? <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. it. Well, oh, god damn it, you guessed it. <laughs> yeah, now you gay again, Marcus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gay again. Time to make another sigil. <laughs> Dick, give me cock, cock, cock. Get off of Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, no. How I wish Marcus would be straight again. Uh, just let him have you. <laughs> um, this is my day, Henry. My day. <laughs> it's yeah. like your new birthday. We just celebrate today as your new birthday every day. My gay day? Yeah. It's the um, gay Tuesday. That would be nice. I would celebrate that with you. Thank you. Yeah. Because I'm happy with you, whoever you are or whatever you love. Thank you. You too, Henry. Even if I made love to a sandwich or a burrito? Of course. Oh, especially, so especially if you made love to a sandwich or a burrito. I've yeah. already done that. I've Easier done to that. fuck a burrito than a sandwich. That's for damn <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, definitely. Because you just, you just open up. Yeah, you just open up the flap. Yeah, crack it. <laughs> just crack it's it right great. open. It's great. Just make sure it's not hot. 
Oh no! Just warm. Let it, cool. Let it sit on the windowsill. Yep. Let the cool breeze cool down your fuck burrito <laughs> right before you stick your warm and little pinky sticky in it. That's right. That's what I call my penis. And make it a beef. pinky stinky. Um, beef burrito is the uh, best burrito fuck to fuck. Me. Anyway, so, so you're in the Matrix. You're talking sandwiches. So there's a, there's a bunch of stuff, right? I'm in the Matrix. All right. So there's like a couple things. Like one was a, a, re, a new study came out that said that. Prior to what they, they originally thought, they thought that that human beings, that your brain and processed information, like your your or surroundings, in one like steady flow. They thought that when you watch everything, that's just like it streams into your head, and the like, and so it's like you know certain things is, is is stored in your short-term memory, and all the rest is like backed up in your hard drive. What they're finding is, is that now is that your brain actually works more like a stutter start. It works like buffering, where it'll be like pause. Like while it catches up in the information, it catches. Then da 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 pause. Ah. And so it's like what they're saying is that like something that is like severely affects the way we perceive the world because it's like your brain's constantly in the in in the in the uh, like in the middle of buffering. So your, the pause like, is the glitch. The like pause is the sandwich. Like essentially stuff like that, where it's like a problem like that could could arise because of the way our our brains like just receive information. Right. There's the same thing about like the phenomenon of ball lightning. Ball lightning. Sorry, what? (laughs) Ball lightning? Yeah. Ball lightning. Ball lightning. Yeah. You've never... (laughs) Lightning balls. Lightning balls. It has nothing to do with the human testy? No, no, no. Yeah, you never heard of lightning balls, Johnson? Oh, yeah. What? He could literally throw his ball six feet from his body. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty amazing. I like him. Pretty amazing. Sharpshooter. <laughs> he can hit someone with his nutsack from a good three feet. Well, oh, that wow. man can put some dogs in a bathtub. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, That's wonderful. The, so ball lightning. Yeah. Ball lightning is this right. phenomenon where people like it, there's Orbs. a lot. It, it explains a lot of like like UFO phenomenon. Right. It's like why people see UFOs. Blah blah blah. They could be construed for ball lightning, and a part of it is that they're they're starting to believe that the the brain also is affected by like static electricity and electromagnetic activity. Of course, because our brains run on electricity, like that's why we can think and talk and fucking jerk off and, and make sigils yeah. to make us not gay yeah. anymore. <laughs> and so, um, the the idea is that ball lightning comes specifically from the interference with electromagnetic activity with your brain, and it makes you see lightning in the shape of balls. Big fat balls, <laughs> hairier balls, <laughs> big hairy Some balls, balls are hairier orbs. than other balls. Okay. Let's just call them orbs. Okay. I think is a much <laughs> yeah, better word. Is a, I, uh, I mean, I do like lightning better. balls. And <laughs> I do too. I do too. things like that, but. So it's like this. So reality is built completely upon the the subjective nature of a of of two pounds of gelatinous ooze. In our heads, the brain, yeah, the brain. So it's like, sure. so everything that we know or believe, every single piece of art, every single like piece of music, every human atrocity, Jeffrey Dahmer used his gelatinous fucking mass yeah. in order to build fuck zombies, fuck yeah. zombies. But he was also a great chocolatier at the chocolate Absolutely, factory. Yeah. 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 There's bones in the chocolate. Not everybody put bones in the chocolate. <laughs> Only Dahmer, Dahmer specialty. Um, so that naturally, and then as I was researching that, it like naturally took me to the world of UFOs because now so 
So there's a lot of belief. So we had a gentleman here a while ago named Jeremy Vaney, yeah. who wrote this book, I don't I Know Why the Aliens Don't Land. And a part of what he originally discussed was the idea, and, and and I've been reading more and more about this, is that this that aliens are not so they're like they are they're they're physical beings, but like what they are is a sort of like this idea that they're an interdimensional like type thing. Is that right. like and they're very hard to perceive. They like human beings literally cannot perceive them because of the way they exist. They exist on a different level of existence. And so it's whole like different plane. a whole different plane. And then every once in a while they poke through using what some people have postulated these sort of like oscillations of our brain. Is that every single mm. time there's a gap in sort of our understanding, that's like a place where an otherworldly event could happen. Where it's like, and they talk about this like, like you know, like what was going on in the Mothman prophecies, right? It's like when, when we're talking about the Mothman story, like there was, you know, essentially this whole town is probably being poisoned by a TNT plant. But right. like as the Mothman was also <laughs> happening, like when people were seeing the Mothman, they were also seeing these things that they called men in black, which were these men dressed cla- like out of style, like in, in black suits that were like old, old looking with long, long pointy nose and noses and they would come in and ask questions about the Mothman and then disappear hipsters. and be very strange. Like hipsters on a mission, you know. But there's just somewhere in that gap, and there's like this idea that that's that's where aliens could exist. Do you know what I mean? Like in like in the very dark corners of our of our loose understanding of the world, you know, and that. They are just people who learn that they can manifest their own destiny. They are probably us. I mean, are the aliens scared when they see us? When they poke through? Do they stutter as well? And they're like, holy lord, Marcus is jacking off! It's, I think uh, he's still uh, gay! <laughs> I think that aliens are us. I think we are the aliens. I think that the aliens are us, and that's like a, that's a part of what Jeremy was talking about. Um, his book is a little dubious. Um, but yeah, you said it was a, shit earlier. You I said it was a big piece of <laughs> shitty garbage. It's dubious, I would say. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, the thing is about that yeah. is it's uh, that's very hard to pin down because um, we don't have an alien in jail yet. Yeah, you yeah. got one in jail. You know, I'd like one. Yeah, I just want one for a friend, yeah, or a teacher. <laughs> I do Good a comedy head. show with one. That would be fun. Um, be classic. Yeah, but uh, where did that take me next? I mean, the, we're on we're on aliens here. We're talking about a blip in the system. Mm-hmm. They're coming through. They're watching us all masturbate at any given time. Yes, I mean, and then I started because then I was like, because the idea is that aliens, you know. That maybe you know they're 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 us when when they've learned how to really control hive minds uh-huh. when they learn how to control like what is essentially. So you think the aliens the are coming over here on purpose? Yeah, are they the, time travelers? There's a lot. I mean, there's you know. Think me anything. I don't know. I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's why they're all dressed up in those nice suits. It's like how people used to dress up to get on airplanes in the '60s and '70s before everyone became a big fat. Sweatpant wearing schlub. Yeah. I just can't wait until like this all makes sense when I'm 70 and I put on an alien costume, get it on a ship, and come back in time. You know what I mean? And yeah, right. totally explained. And I'm just—it's just been me the whole time. Yeah, I'm the aliens. You look like <laughs> you are the, all the aliens, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> um, aliens, pretty fun. But then I started reading about like because the idea is like you know aliens could be like self-actualized humans, and then I started reading about the secret. Which is very funny. The book? The book, The Secret. The Secret. Uh, Isn't The Secret just wish for what you want and yes, get it? Yes. But my favorite thing about it. Yeah, the and, book. and that whole thing without any masturbation. With no masturbation. No masturbation. How do you expect Where to get shit done? That? Yeah, they had to read a whole book. I was done in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God damn. 10 it. minutes. Yeah. Can't stop that's a long time. Well, it's you know, a long time. The average person on a porn site is 10 to 20. Yeah. He's on the early end. Really? Yeah, it was that special little, what's it called? A signal? 
Sigil. A sigil. It really yeah. just depends on what I'm doing. I mean, like, if I'm between subway cars, I got about a minute to really get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know? you can do it? Can you jack off on a subway car real quick like that? I mean, if, you ha- if you're if you going to fucking flip out, yeah, then yeah, you have to. Absolutely. Really. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. and. I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs 
But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, so I read about the secret. My favorite thing about the secret is that, yeah, it's about like perception, positive thinking to like can change your life, blah, blah, blah. You just manifest what you want. Right. You know, and there's a lot of stuff in that. And I believe I do a lot of self visualization, but mostly involves what I'm going to right. eat that night. You know, I get very <laughs> positive about, about getting like when I want dumplings when I wake up in the morning, I'm getting dumplings. Yeah. Um, and, but my favorite part about it was the health thing was like how to lose weight. And one of the, one of the tenants that said was, is do not observe overweight people. Wow. <laughs> just seeing, just seeing the image of overweight people <laughs> will make you think fat. You guys are fucking me up. You're so skinny as a rail. Well, it's because I don't see either one of you. <laughs> are you all not hear, looking at us? All I hear is voices. It's weird, I have no idea what either one of you look like. All I know is that you're both fat. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah, it's just so weird. If I couldn't see fat people, I could never look at any of my friends in the eye. It's terrifying. So, yeah, because they just so have just to stare to look at chest. I feel like it's also a very good way to get arrested for harassment. Just staring at everybody who is thin and attractive. With Someone's got to get these fat people away from me. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting their fat cells on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's so, he doing? Is he putting mayonnaise in his coffee? Uh, oh, better. I can't look at him. I can't tell. Someone get the fat guy out of the tiny coffee shop. Mayonnaise and coffee sounds so good. <laughs> I mean, at the good. end of it, it all uh, just slowly drips into your uh, mouth. Oh, uh, I like how the coffee <laughs> makes the egg and the oil separate. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make it what it is. <laughs> That's all mayonnaise is a matter of perception. You know, it's like once you start mixing up eggs and oil, all of a sudden you got delicious, delicious mayonnaise. Absolutely, man. So much of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you feel like you learned a lot from the secret? Are you are you more successful? I mean, because you are losing weight. You were saying I'm is losing the, weight. Does the secret help it? No, 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 no. I mean, I don't no. look in the mirror anymore. But that's oh, mostly just so I can uh, I visualize somebody else. Mm. Yeah, that's just how I get. That's how I got my confidence. Yeah, yeah you know, if confident. I was always looking in the if I was always looking in the mirror, yeah. I get I get pretty sad. You know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms of like got tiny eyes. You know. Sure. Thin in hair. Kind of weird little nose there. It's weird. I'm a weird looking guy. A bizarre yeah. mouth. I don't even know how Not classically handsome. Your ears. Well, your earlobes don't really... I mean, they just connect directly yeah. to your head. There's some people who have that, though. That's yeah. different. I heard that that's a sign of people who have... Uh, honestly, I've heard that it's a sign higher of people intelligence. who have uh, higher psychic ability. Yeah. Ah. That's me. That's yeah. me, baby. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to make myself a psychic. This yeah. week. Absolutely. Um, I like it. And so, in the very end, so it's like, um, where are we at time-wise? Uh, we're at about 21 minutes. We're okay. A, so I just, mean, I just, I love it. <laughs> uh, so, Philip K. Dick. I, yeah, okay, yeah, so Philip let me, K. Dick. So, Philip K. Dick's like my favorite author in the face of the planet. And what he deals with a lot of the time, when it comes to, uh, it, he, a lot of his books have to deal with sort of the, the tenuous nature of reality and how right. it has to deal with, you know, like your perception and how, like, no one knows what's real and stuff like that. Must have been well, tough going through life. Phil Dick. Yeah, it's a sad name. Well, it's like we had Phil a very Dick. me and him. Like honestly, because what ended up really attached me to him is that we kind of had a very similar experience, but mine was less extreme because I'm normal now, and he never went back to normal. So but what he, happened? So he um, in 1974. So it's like he's been a writer of sci-fi, and now at this point for about 30 years. He, you know, like I think what it's is like, he, uh, what what are his most famous books? Uh, um, Do androids dream of electric sheep, which uh, was made in a Blade Runner? Yeah, and then oh, you know, okay. Man in the High High Castle, and then Flow My Tears, a policeman said, yeah. and Minority Report. He wrote. The yeah. short story that my A scanner darkly. On. A scanner oh, darkly. Wow. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, a bunch of shit. Uh, and uh, he's maybe the best sci-fi author of all time. He's yeah. probably the best, and he's like my favorite author. Yeah, I, he's an so, amazing author. I mean, I'm obsessed he, with him. Hollywood has ruined most of his books. That's a very good. Sign. Everything except yes. Blade Runner. Yep, pretty much. <sighs> Blade Runner's so fucking good. I like the movie A Scanner Darkly. Yeah, I don't think I saw it. It's good. It's trippy. Oh, Smoke of old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Mm. So, in 1974, he had an experience where um, he uh, he was visited by what he said was an ultimate rational mind, a system called Valis, that um, came to him in the form of a... So, in all of his books, like, normally there's some dark-haired woman that tells the protagonist that his life isn't real, and it all kind of goes back and forth. So, what happened she looks was... like Sean Young. Like, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Very hot. A hot, thin, yeah. young woman, right? Yeah. He um, answers his door. There's a cushion at the door. Beautiful, hot, long, dark-haired woman. A beam of light came off the like from the sun, bounced off of her Christian's fish symbol, right <laughs> on her necklace, and turned into a pink ray of information that shot him in the head. That told him that basically showed him that time is not real, and that that his books existed in an alternate universe that were all entirely real and that what he Hollywood. was doing with with certain Hollywood <laughs> but like but that like certain books like Man in the High Castle and Flow My Tears a Policeman said were direct translations from alternate universes that exist that then that was a part of it so and they were he, like successful books like can our podcast exist there 
Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. So I'll just yes. pretend we, we're a podcast in a Philip K. Dick world. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, that's everyone, great. Everyone God, I wish that was true. <sighs> oh, man. Make it true. Wish it was true. But so he began to experience... Masturbation these- sigil. You can make it happen. <laughs> I'm going to do this later. I'm literally going to do this later. Yeah, do, you have a, do you have a website on that? Uh, Yeah, if you look up masturbation sigil, you can find it. It's them. only used for masturbation? Well, there's a whole ton of sigils. <laughs> right. there's, a, there's a lot. I mean, this is just one very small part. Of, just call Ragnar. Ask him. I'll get it. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Get it. Ask him. Also, ask him about his Superman thing. It's pretty interesting. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, Ragnar's got some great stories. Yeah, but it's like, but the idea is, um, so he began experience like very strange phenomenon of like history, like basically seeing images from from history coinciding with his existence. He started seeing a double of himself in ancient Roman times that oh, nice. we were supposed to exist at the same exact time. So it's like he suffered a very severe break in reality and and it kept going and basically he spent the rest of his life crusading that it was real and when and like of course no one specifically believed him sounds similar to the heaven's gate guy to some degree it's kind of similar but after his death what they found is that he wrote this 1500 page journal called the exegesis or or exegesis maybe um exegesis and so i uh I bought it too. They just made they it novelized. They just novelized it because they never, they were never going to release it until was Jonathan it supposed Lethem to be discovered. released. I mean, his his family kind of w- found the right guy, Jonathan Lethem, to sort of like edit it and look oh, at I it. See. Yeah, and so Jonathan what it Lethem. is is it's this fifteen hundred page like explanation of what his problem was, and then he died of a brain aneurysm. No. Oh. Pretty short after he that's finished. A major it. problem, right there. Yeah, that's a major problem. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm very excited. I'm going to get into it. I just think that it's just you just have someone who's like so brilliant, yeah, and very together and very rational. That's what he kind of was his whole life. You know, yeah. it's like he was like so an anti-religion protester. He was a, he he like an anti-war protester for like years and years and years. He, he was a huge part of the San Francisco counterculture like movement and like the he was a wonderful 50s. man. Yeah, he was a ma- he's genius. So how old was he when the uh, sunbeam hit the? Uh, Hit the uh, it was fish. Seventy four. He was born in nineteen twenty eight. So he was forty six. Oh, okay. So he was a pretty good old man. Yeah, middle aged fellow when that all happened. He was a full on like adult. When Maybe kind of a midlife crisis situation. I mean, it's better than buying a Corvette and a bunch of prostitutes, divorcing your wife, and you know, abandoning the kids. No, just, uh, he was pretty genuinely frightened of what happened to him. Yeah, and he was pretty uh, pretty concerned. Is there any like medical science that? discusses like what may have happened to him from like their perspective maybe he had like a mini stroke no, or that's, something there, there's a lot of i mean like that's the thing they said there was a fucking gigantic brain aneurysm living in the center of his head so maybe that uh, and <clears throat> here's a, a fact about the religious experience that he had he was recovering from the effects of sodium pentothal administered for the extraction of a an impact of course. wisdom tooth but he was also on ripped on speed for the <laughs> oh i see <laughs> But the thing is, is that I mean, I had a similar experience when I was on mushrooms in college. Yeah. Where it's just like I, um, we had drank a, a very, a very strong batch of mushroom tea. Ooh, I like that. And I laid down with my head between two speakers while we listened to Abbey Road. You know. Yeah. Like it was just fun. College. It was fun. College. <laughs> uh, I, thanks, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> but I. Uh, 
I experienced an entity that came to me in one of the heaviest trips of my life that explained to me that he came to me in a form than which I could understand, which was in the form of... Uh, like uh, an EMT just like slapping you in the face. Like, like, wake up, wake up, man. <laughs> but he came to me in the form of the dude from The Big Lebowski. Oh, wow. And then he said to me that, you know, there was stuff that he, he's like, do you want to see something crazy? Do you want to see what's really going on? You have to calm down for me to do that. So I have to, like, sit and I had to, like, control my breathing. And then he took me to this place that he said was, like, the land, like, sort of like w- what he called heaven, which was really just, like, sort of where 3D information exists and we're all, that we all, like, are essentially floating in a pile of goop and that, you know, that information, like, what, what every human brain is is an operating system and that what the life is is like the program right. that runs on our operating system like programs that run and that like what you you know it's just one of those yeah yeah fun it's a great fucking trip it yeah just like. a <laughs> fucking yeah. crazy trip yeah right and then when i came back but it's like it felt really genuine right and then i felt like that thing even sort of informed a big chunk of my life like afterwards so it's like I think that there's a lot to be said from these sorts of experiences about how like sometimes I think it's 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 really good you get sort of bumped out of your own little world. We're Definitely. very narcissistic. Like when we have to do what we do, you know, it's like writing comedy all the time, it's like we're up our own assholes. 24-7. Eating our own assholes. And so it's like, it's really oh, nice to have a have like little events and bump you out of it and make you think like that's why I watch Cosmos. Carl Sagan's Cosmos. Oh yeah, good. it makes me feel good. Got to snap out of your own mind sometime. Yeah, snap out of your own. And asshole. not with and like and not with masturbation. Right. <laughs> like not with masturbation. Maybe not. I mean, you have to have weed. You can't jack off when it comes to mushrooms. Ah. Uh, but weed is just. An, I mean, like, how would you smile? With that, without weed, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. What do people do to smile? How would the cinema survive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's awesome stuff. <laughs> that's awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a garbled, but I think, you know, it's, I think it's garbled as a subject. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of a garbled yeah, subject. There's no way we could have a, a coherent episode, a cohesive episode on this bullshit. It's fun, though. It's real fun. We talk about it. We all need to pop mushrooms at the beginning, and then as soon as they start to kick in, talk for five minutes, and then immediately shut off all of these fucking lights and the microphones, and then we just have a great old time naked. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that right now. Yes. Wait. I don't have any mushrooms. Ah! God damn it. Uh, and I gotta take a shit anyway. I always wish I had fucking, what is it, class A drugs? Yeah. Felony? Yeah, felony. Major felony, go to prison. Mm-hmm. That's, no, yeah, that's no, 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 no. They experience. can't get me, but then when you're like, but what about fucking being groovy? <laughs> that's what I, I say don't know if that's a defense. I love to ask groovy. my... I'm going to see my lawyer tomorrow. I, I'll ask him if that's a, a defense. Yeah, that ask him if... Yeah, I'll yeah. ask him, Paul, he's like, hey, is being groovy a defense <laughs> in New York State? Uh, no, you can try it, man. Yeah, you can fucking do it, man. Let's try that. We'll get these picks. All right, that's the program. Thank you for listening, everybody. For Henry Zabrowski, Marcus Parks, and Ben Kissel. Magustalation. Magustalation. I hope you have an out-of-body experience that makes you a better person. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm reeling from that porn experience. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, 
and in 30 seconds I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host Scott Augerman, have a light-hearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang the podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Emmy award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.